and we're just about set to play ball. Tomorrow night we'll be on the air at 7.45. We'll play again on Saturday night and then Sunday afternoon. And then Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday nights next week. And each game will start at 7.30. The conclusion of our next homestand, which will start on Monday. Welcome to the BBA Today, your podcast that covers events around the Brewster Baseball Association every day with your host, Yellow Springs 9 General Manager, Ron Collins. And now, let's get on with the show. Hey, it is a special Saturday because not only do we have one BBA today, we have two. This one is episode number 37, and we're going to talk about version 21 and the conversion that the BBA is going to go through. To help me do this, or to actually, uh, for me to help him do it, is uh, we have the commissioner, Matt Rechtenwald, with us today, and we're going to talk a little bit about version 21, the BBA, and some of our experiences there. Matt, thank you so much for doing this. Uh, I think it'll be a, a lot of fun and hopefully give everyone a little bit of a preview about what's coming up in just two days. Just two days. Uh, we've got the Cartwright tonight, the Landis tomorrow. After the Landis, the Out of the Park 21 file will be out, and we have our first sim on Tuesday. So it's all happening pretty quickly here. There you go. So that's the thing. Two days on Sunday, you could already be loading up Out of the Park 21 if you wanted to be doing that, if you haven't already. I know several people have. Um, maybe we could talk for just a few minutes about, uh, I, both of us are beta testers. I think we've got another couple of guys who are in the beta group, uh, in the league. Maybe we could talk a little bit about version 21 and just generally how we feel about it. And, and, um, so what are your thoughts after all of, I, you have done like a gazillion years worth of testing. (laughs) So I've spent, uh, I think the last time I looked at my, uh, you know, you have the clock on there that shows you how many hours you've been playing the game. Yep. I'm at, I'm at like 189 hours of gameplay or something ridiculous. And that's just on the uh, version I installed uh, when the actual game came out. So there was a lot before that. But I've spent a lot of time playing with this game. So what are the your first feelings thing, about right now? Yeah, I, I, it's another great version, you know. Of course, I'm a uh, out-of-the-park developments um, supporter and promoter and always uh, happy about what they do. But the uh, first thing that strikes me about this version is a lot of uh, improvements in things that you can't tangibly see, uh, if you know what I mean. I just think the engine is a lot more solid on this version. Um, a lot more accurate gameplay results. There are a lot of features that um, were added to 21 that will benefit us, particularly with feeder leagues. Mm, and then the 3D stadiums, which is cool, but not really something that we will benefit from um, other than future broadcast live sims that may be a thing. Yeah, that would be pretty cool as far as it goes. And who knows what, uh, I don't know if you listen to Joe Letterer's um, um, uh, latest podcast where he did uh, play-by-play of his last uh, playoff, <laughs> of one of his playoff games. Uh, I could definitely see being able to merge those kinds of things into uh, 
you know, multi-dimensional <laughs> uh, entertainment package. It won't really change anything about the game itself, but it uh, it certainly can add to um, the enjoyment, the enhancement of the experience in some of those kinds of things. But I think those are mostly, uh, you know, solo play kind of, of stuff, and I will admit that I have not really spent... I don't really spend a lot of time solo playing. I do a lot of simming and looking at um, at results and so forth. And uh, I would definitely uh, tend to agree with your assessment that um, that on the whole, I think the game is presenting its material better. The game logs are better. Um, it, the thank Matt's uh, bless Matt's little heart. He fixed the one major bug that I saw in the game logs, and that was when you had a walk off. It didn't actually cap off the bottom end. <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> which, which it in the big picture doesn't matter, but it's one of those things that just doesn't look professional. And it also bothered my script, which I had yeah. to do some stuff um, to do that. But nobody else in the world cares about that from a script standpoint. Let's face it; that's a that's a that's a Ron thing, right? Um, uh, um, I will say oh, the thing that are, I love the are... most about it is oh, the uh, configurable uh, reports, right, where you can can move your columns around and you can select oh, things right. differently. Those are uh, those will make uh, pulling information out of out of the park for us anytime that any general manager wants to do some kind of a special little little study or look at things particularly differently. Uh, and the ability to pull them out by league and division, or at least league mm -hmm. and uh, and organization, like you can do full minors based on organizations and things like that. That's a really nice uh, yep. thing that most people are not going to grab and grok right away. Uh, but as soon as you need it, you go, oh, well, that's really cool. Yeah. And there are two other features I forgot to mention that will um, be active in our league. So we do have the uh, Home Run Derby now. Uh, so starting with the 2043 season, there will be a Home Run Derby. At the All-Star break. Very cool. I don't think we get to choose who's in it, but uh, we'll just let the game do that and enjoy the results. Uh, additionally, there is a um, top prospects game at the All-Star break as well. And I think we're going to set it up as uh, United States versus the world. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Uh, also want to add to everybody who have, if there are people who have not bought the game yet, it is currently on sale at outoftheparkdevelopments.com. There you go. It's like, what, 50% off right now, right? I think 25. 25? Well, mm -hmm. they should make it 50% for BBA folks. That's all I've got to say about that. Agreed. <laughs> well, now I know that you did, um, uh, we're going to talk about some of your testing in BBA specific, but... Uh, of the 180 plus hours, I know that you were not only uh, working BBA stuff. I think you were doing some historical simming and working with some other leagues and so forth. Mm -hmm. um, so maybe you can give folks uh, a uh, feel for the breadth of the work that you have done, and then we can dig down into what you're going to do within the BBA. Um, right. So I uh, had the opportunity to run a few uh Le decade legends leagues um, for some folks who were mainly rotisserie players uh, a lot of beginners to out of the park so setup was a an issue uh, for a lot of these folks i will tell you that the quick join online league feature is now fully functional 
So uh, when I create the out of the park file for out of the park 21 tomorrow for the Brewster, you'll get an email. All you'll have to do is go into out of the park 21, highlight the email, click on quick join, and it should load the league and the settings file for you immediately. That would be I've like also, hallelujah. Yeah, right. I have <laughs> also, uh, I do a lot of historical sims just for fun, where I'll just, uh, what I do basically is start at X year that I want to start at, and I'll build up a team. Um, solo leagues are really easy for me at this point because I've played so many of them. So what I do is once I get to a World Series, then I have to take over the worst team in the league. And so then I can build them up to a World Series within three seasons and then repeat, rinse and repeat, uh, just kind of getting a feel for the game. I've played a lot of live games as well. And I got to tell you, the 3D for out of the park is extremely impressive in this version. There you go. It's still, you know, it's not MLB the show by any means, but uh, it's a lot better. Uh, yeah. You can change angles, the 3D stadiums. Uh, the graphics have been improved, so there's not too many bugs anymore. Very cool. Uh, it's 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 fun to manage in game and kind of get the feel for you know how the game works. Yep. So yeah, a lot of that, and a, then that's yeah. kind of par for the course, I think, because it feels to me like in any major out of the park feature, the first year is fundamentally to make it. Uh, appear <laughs> right yep. right and then the second year it becomes kind of playable and then the third year it's uh it becomes a serious feature and this i think is it's either third or fourth year um right in existence so Un- unless it's feeder leagues then it takes like seven years yeah but those for, are online for, things you know so for it to work right so <laughs> we'll talk about that in a little bit well yeah, let's go right into that i guess um um the last uh, week or two, I know I've been doing a little bit of work with you, and I know you've been doing a whole bunch of work that I haven't been touching on as far as uh, things that are going to change, um, not just specifically version 21 related, but in this process. Um, we've been working on a whole bunch of different things uh, within the governing board. Uh, maybe uh, if you could talk a little bit about uh, some of the settings, the things that you think Sure. Uh, are going to change as we move into 2043. So it's both sure. a version 21 thing and a just fundamental environment thing. So uh, a lot of things, actually. Um, and we haven't done major settings, um, updates or, you know, reconfigurations in quite some time. So a lot of these settings we're working off of are from, geez, I have to say, like, out of the park 17 so it's been long overdue to kind of take a look at this. I, I'm sure everybody in the league is aware that there's been a hitting bloat of late and that our prospects and drafts have been, you know, very high ebbs and flows of, of quality. Uh, the other thing I'd say is that our prospects have been developing far too rapidly so we're going to go ahead and address all those things. Uh, with the league settings, I am very close to locking them in. I'll probably finish it right before I need to switch it over to uh, the Brewster. I'm going to tomorrow afternoon. There's a rumor there's some golf on TV. I'm going to watch that. 
Oh, do a little simming and lock everything in. I'm uh, very close to getting everything right. Uh, our average has been a, a bit too high uh, lately. Strikeouts are a little too low. Uh, just a little tweaking here and there to get things right. So now You're talking about league totals, right? League the totals, yep. For the actual statistics, the output of the engine. Statistics, yep. So okay. there'll be a little bit of adjustment to get things back to what you'd consider normal over you know, the, the history of the league statistically wise. Uh, somebody on Slack did point out the page. If you go in the game and you go to BBA and you click on statistics, mm-hmm. there is a tab that says historical simulation accuracy. And that's what I'm basing everything off of is trying to get back to a good average of those. If you look at that tab, you're going to see that the last few years are quite out of whack in comparison to the history of the league. So we're going to try to normalize that a little bit. Okay, yeah, that'll be great. I know we did a little bit of work on that last year with a BABIP yep. uh, tweak. I don't think we changed anything else, but I could uh, I, I could be wrong. Yeah, that um, was it. A few rivers have time, gone yeah. through my brain since then. So. <laughs> right. So this is a little bit more um, involved in adjusting these settings. Uh, nothing hugely radical. Are, I could, you could probably expect runs per game to drop by about half a run a game. So that's important for everybody to know moving yep. forward. Now, you also um, talked about um, players aging a little too quickly. Um, I know our aging modifiers were tweaked pretty heavily from earlier versions. Uh, do you expect those to go back toward the kind of default one or where are you going to go with those now aging is at 0.9 right now um and that's that's good that's not changing um aging is more for you know how quickly players are falling off the ledge yes and for the most part that's been pretty good um i think you'll see some older players as we move forward, because the development curve has been, that's been the issue. It's been far too aggressive. Um, our development curve was set at like 1.350, I believe. So that's why you're seeing all these 20 and 21 year old fully developed guys coming in. And as I did a lot of test sims, what I was seeing with the current uh, settings we had on development was these guys were coming out of like the entire AMI draft. All the college guys were like a hundred percent developed. So obviously something changed and out of the park 21 as far as their development curve. So we had to kick that back and I'm kicking it back to uh, an even one. So what that says is out of the park 21 has finally gotten development curves, right? Yep. I think that's a, that's probably a, a fair assessment. Um, I would personally, um, I have meant to try to go and run some long sims and do some of my my scripting to absolutely confirm what you just said, but I think they pretty much got it. Uh, right is an interesting term when it comes to development because uh, the fact yeah, right. of the matter is <laughs> there, there's it's not no like right. A, it's not like a piece of math where you can say you right. got the right answer. It just feels right, right? When I Yeah, when I say right, it feels right. It's like I'm not looking at these AMI draft. AMI draft classes should not have 
75 fully developed 55 potential guys in there. Right. And that changes uh, the aging curve uh, operationally inside the league because when you get a whole slew of young guys who are ready to play, even if they're not superstars, they're just ready to play, right. um, they're going to bounce out a inordinate number of 32 and 31 and 33-year-old guys yep. who are kind of equal but more expensive and um, – which is what we've seen happen. Which is what we've seen happen. So some of our aging curve here in the BBA is not just the uh, – is artificially created uh, through that uh, cycle, right? Right. The other thing that kind of plays into that is with feeder leagues. So a couple of changes with feeder leagues. Ron and I had talked about our feeder leagues. First, first of all, that we don't have a college feeder league for the UMEBA. And secondly, looking at the amount of teams we had feeding into the BBA draft pool between the high school all-stars, the International Finishing Academy, and the college collegiate all-stars, there's far too many teams and players feeding into that pool. So the easy solution is we're going to move the IFA to the UMEBA, and it's going to become a college league. So we're going to still have um, plenty of players coming into the BBA. We're going to have the right in the amount of players coming into the UMEBA. But the, the more interesting part for everybody may be this. Player creation modifiers is a setting that kind of controls how good the players are potential-wise that are created in comparison to the league. Does that make sense? Yeah, I think that's the okay. right. Uh, I mean, the player creation modifiers are definitely uh, focused on when the player actually does get created and um, is tied into the major league level, right? So if you set the major league level at whatever you set it at, uh, one is default and a little higher for better players and lower for worse players. Um, that should and does, um, I can confirm this now 100%. <laughs> yep. Uh-huh. Uh, because that's the work I've been doing here for, uh, I, uh, one reason we were down on BBA Todays for about four or five days there is I was busy working on that. Um, and so I can definitely confirm that those player creation modifiers and the st uh, sabermetric creation modifiers, yep. which the manual does not actually say is true. <laughs> right. Um affect the uh, the default players that are created in the feeders. Right. So where we were at um, in the BBA, we were set at ones for all of these. And in the UMEBA, we were set at, I believe, 950. So what we're going to do is we're going to crank these up a little bit to create more quality players that will be fed into these leagues. The BBA is going to be set to 1.1, and the AMEBA is going to be set to 1.05. Also with that, um, there's a setting called random player, ran, player development randomness, I believe is what it's called. And we were at 110, so we had just a little bit more than average randomness, so lumps and bumps. What we want to do is, since we're creating more quality players, we want to have just a little bit more randomness with that. So we are uh, changing that to 125. So what this should do is 
create more quality players in the draft. So drafting will be more fun. It's not just going to be the first and second rounds and then there's just a bunch of junk. Uh, there will be good quality players, but the randomness of their development is going to increase a little bit. So that should, in effect, reflect real life a little bit better. Yeah, I think that's probably going to be a really exciting thing. Uh, it's one of those things we're going to have to watch for a year or three. And, right. you know, you may want to tweak it up or down a little bit one way or the other. Um my take on the player creation modifiers is I think what has happened, uh, I was paying it quite a bit of attention to them, um, you know, during the the whole period of the 36, 37, 38, whatever. I think they were actually cranked way up high, if you look at, an, at yep. one of those old... Uh, Something happened there. Yeah, yep. they were, uh, and they were varied, right? I was way, was down at one, and one of them was around 135, and another was 125, and I mean, they were kind of all whacked out. Um, so I think that what actually happened is we moved them all down to one for several years, and now I really like the idea. I think it's going to be uh, about... My guess is, is the league is going to find it is about perfect at 1.1 for BBA and 1.05 for Umeba. Right. Um, but I, I would also say that uh, uh, I will, uh, I'm sure that we will both, <laughs> and, and right. some others who are paying attention, I assume, will be watching these for the next couple of years. The, oh, uh, sure. The draft class is one of the most important, um, one of the most visible things that all GMs in the league get excited about. So, um, yep. um, so I think that's going to be really fantastic. One question that I had for you on the, uh, player creation modifiers, cause we were talking at one point, um, uh, things like, uh, yeah. speed and pitcher stamina so, and fielding. Yep. Are so those there are, be... there are two, um, exceptions to the, uh, 1.1 and 1.05. So the player, uh, pitcher stamina and running speed are both going to be set at 0.95. Uh, what we there's far too much speed in the league. Uh, there always has been, so we're going to just tick that down a little bit. And then stamina, just way too much stamina in the league. And I saw that as I was running tests at a 1.1 and a 1.05 that you're getting. 10 stamina, 10 stamina, 10 stamina, 10 stamina. So I wanted to knock that down a little bit to kind of reflect the reality of pitching in our league a little bit more accurately. Alrighty. Well, that sounds fantastic. I was, I, uh, I, we've been talking about this on and off for a few days, a week or so now, and I wasn't sure where you had, where you had finally yep. come out on that, but I think that makes a lot of sense. And again, it's the kind of thing that you can tweak up and down over a period of a, a year, three right. and see how it works out. Yep. Um, uh, we have uh, had some conversation over the past, oh gosh, several weeks actually, if you really dig down into it, around the whole Umeba, uh situation. Uh, do you want to spend some time um, talking about your thoughts on that and where where we expect Umeba to be? I do. So Umeba has certainly been, I guess you could call it wildly successful. <laughs> I don't think any of us on the board expected it to take on a life of its own as it has. Uh, so the original intent of the Umeba and even the EBA before that, it's, it's, as a, it's a development league for general managers. 
we've had so many good GMs in the Umeba, and they are active and they are loving their league. Uh, I know there are guys in the Umeba who, if offered the BBA team, would probably think long and hard about turning it down and staying in the BBA there or staying in the Umeba. Would. There are definitely a couple, um, I think, right now who would stay in the Umeba. But. Yep. And also, uh, you know, we had started it at eight teams. We expanded to 10 teams this year. We're now moving to out of the park 21. Every time we move to a new version, that means new folks, lots more new applicants. So with that being said, we are, hey, breaking news. We're going to expand the Amoeba to 12 teams starting with the 2043 season. And I can tell you right now who those teams are going to be. We'll lay it on us. 12 teams. Cool. <laughs> So we have two. Uh, these are two more of the teams from the. Uh, there's a thread in the forums uh, prior to last year's expansion of like suggested Umeba expansion teams and yeah, their I logos think that was and stuff. A, uh, Nigel thread, if I remember yep. right. Nigel started it and then it built yep. a life of its own. So, like much of the Umeba is just. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you get it I started mean, and it goes places you don't think it's going to go. So. Wow. So I picked two more of those teams. They'll be joining the league next year. They are the CFSK Army out of Sofia, Bulgaria, and the Libyan Generals. Excellent. So we'll have two of those teams that are going to be filled uh, exactly the way last year's were. I'm going to fill them with recently retired players, uh, just like Athens and Kuwait City. They um, will need to have owners, so obviously we'll start ramping up our recruitment right away on Sunday. Um, and hopefully we'll have those filled before we can blink an eye. Yeah, that's really exciting. Um, Cause I agree with your assessment. I mean, I think that um, the board had some uh, hope that it would pick up, you know, cause they, the, 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 um, you can still feel a vibe around the EBA with some of the GMs who were in the EBA. Um, yep. You know, Sean <laughs> continues to uh, focus on uh, on guys that moved into the BBA af- after the um, contraction draft, right? Um, and from keeps, München. Yeah, from München. He keeps his uh, track of his guys. and uh, So I know that there was a lot of energy around it, but nowhere near the kind of energy that has come about with the EBA, with the um Umeba. Um, and the idea of moving it to 12 teams, I think, is really nice for both the um, the competition standpoint. There's a little bit more, a few more teams to have some competition with. And I think it probably adds to the trade uh, market as for far sure. as that goes, right? You get that more of a middle zone with uh, some teams who might be sellers and buyers rather than um you know, when it started out with eight teams, that was one of the big problems, I think, because the trade market was uh, right was borderline. So uh, definitely so, interesting. Yeah. And I think Athens has proven that in Ooh. a league like the Umeba, a, uh, a, a upstart wild card, <laughs> um, uh, wild west kind of startup can actually compete for a um, for a uh, playoff slot. So game, a, 163. game 163 out of a expansion team uh, from out of a dead nuts <laughs> wow. zero startup expansion team. That is quite yeah. a, uh, a tip of the cap to uh, Neil there. That's a big deal. 
So um, I have two more gifts for the Umeba folks. Tell me more. Gift number one. Your salary cap is increasing to exactly half of the BBAs at $55 million. Outstanding. What is the logic around that? What's the thought? There's a lot of guys. I look at the free agent pool, and I see tons of guys that could help the Umeba. Um, and I've been listening to what they're asking for, you know, a little bit more financial flexibility. You know, we want to get in on some guys. The money's a little tight. The cap's a little bit too low. So we'll go ahead and give them a little bit more room to play and see what happens. There you go. Uh, next gift. You asked for another level of the minor leagues. You get another level. So there will be a rookie ball level added to um, all 12 Umeba teams in 2043. Outstanding. Yeah, Outstanding. pretty so it's excited. Almost, it's almost like the Umeba is becoming a, like a real-life Super League. So Yeah, it's a, it's a mini BBA right now. There you so go. Um, with that being said... We keep, we keep this up. We're going to have to expand a, a, you know, another, into another region someplace. Jeez, we might break out of the park if we add any more leagues to this thing. I know it. Let's let's be careful about that. I, be, I, I am being it. I am being a little bit flippant on that, and I am. Um... It already takes an hour and a half to upload the HTML after each sim. Oh, there you go. Woo. All right, are you ready for the last final big announcements? I am ready for the last final big announcements. I'm as ready as I'll ever be. Lay it on me. The worst kept secret in the Brewster. So Alan Ehlers of the Brooklyn Robins, who is going to compete for the Cartwright Cup title tonight, is indeed stepping down from the league. Uh, just real life has gotten, you know, it's become more pressing for him. It's the right time. He feels good about what he's done. He's very happy with the time he spent here. And I always respect when somebody says, you know, it's time for me to step away for a while. Chances are they're going to be back sometime in the future uh, when things when things normalize. So Alan will be stepping away from Brooklyn. And Alan Anna, is a fantastic general manager. Oh, so good and so innovative. There's, you know, it's a copycat league just like any league. And I think a lot of us have seen – what he's done with pitching and tried to understand it and are still kind of failing, but <laughs> still trying to trying to figure out what he's doing and copy some of his ideas and implement them into our own teams. So, I mean, go. yeah, he's been around for what, how long has he even been in the BBA? 20, 30 seasons. Yeah. He's been wrong. Um, I can't remember whether he came in before me or after me, but it's uh, fairly close. I think. Yeah, so, so gr great run for Alan. Uh, we love you. We'll miss you. Come back soon. Yeah, I think he actually came in right at the same time because I think his 25, his 24 or 25 when he won the uh, Landis. Right, and that was right after he came in, I believe. Yeah, I mean, he, he won it in his first year. If he manages to slide through the Cartwright and into the Landis and take it, he would be bookending. He'd win the Landis in his first year and win it in his last that would be can't write a story. story. Can't write a story better than that. There you go. So uh, I, I'm very aware of his first Landis victory because that was the uh, environment in which I wrote the short story that uh, is the first actually right. professionally published uh, uh, fiction from the BBA. So absolutely good read. Pick it up. 
I go. have it. Go ahead and order it today. You want a plug here? No, no, or, no. I've, I, no. I can. No, I can no plug plugs. <laughs> oh, for crying out loud. Okay, so my uh, every so I was in high school band, um, and every year they have a senior banquet, and every year the band director gave the same speech, and it always ended with this final statement: "You will be missed, but you will be replaced." <laughs> So with that being said, we have already um, locked down the next GM of the Brooklyn Robins, and that will be Mr. Ben Hearing from the Jerusalem Hebrew Hammers. Well, there you go. Ben has been a fantastic addition to the Umeba for uh, several years now, has been a steady, uh, a steady contributor and uh, has been very successful in running that team, so I think he's going to step right into Ellen's uh, seat and um, and probably uh, have a great time making that team his own. Yeah, and who knows? He may be stepping into a uh, reigning Landis champion. He might. We'll, we'll see over the next couple of days. Ready to go on um, a long, dominating run of the Atlantic Division. Yeah, it was um, extremely hard for the board to choose between Ben and Jeff for the Des Moines opening. So it was natural for Ben to get the next opening. And he was very understanding and uh, all, you know, all for the decision at the time. And he's extremely excited to take over Brooklyn. So we're happy for him. There you go. Well, welcome to the uh, BBA, Ben. Yeah. And the good news is we already have a uh, GM in waiting, ready to take over Jerusalem. And that is, Harpreet Haridio, Haridio, otherwise known as Bruce Wayne. There you go. So well, I'm definitely going to uh, have to have Harpreet onto a, a, a GM's corner just to make sure that I know how to pronounce uh, his last name properly. So definitely, and I uh, he is uh, from overseas somewhere, correct? Um, that's a good question. I haven't. Read yeah, I believe he is from overseas. I don't have it on. But no, very, very, very interesting. Uh, he is, uh, I believe he is referred to us by uh, Jove. Yes, definitely. Correct. He, he uh, came in through Jove uh, Crawford in uh, uh, Baghdad. So that will actually yep. be an interesting competition. There are a couple of buddies going head to head in the Umeba. Most definitely. So let's sum it up. Out of the park, 21 conversion after the sim tomorrow night. Make sure you have the game. First sim is the ever-popular awards voting slash player options slash FPL roster selection, which we can talk about before we leave, and um, pre-Arby sim, as if we couldn't pack enough into one sim. As if. And just um, as, a, as a note, and I'll put it out on the forum also, but uh, I intend to be available all day on Slack on Monday if you're having any difficulties in getting the uh, uh, the uh, quick join to work or, you know, whatever, getting into the league file, um, knock on wood, I should be available pretty much uh, the whole day, um, barring, you know, making lunch and <laughs> all the other physical necessities. <laughs> so I'm going to – I'll set up the uh, – um, I'll keep moving. I know that in your game it says – the FPL preseason has begun or whatever. Mm-hmm. And that's confusing for folks. Just ignore that stupid message that I wish did not exist in the game. 
Um, I will set the date for the FPL selection deadline to be the same as uh, the player options, the awards voting. So you'll actually be exporting your FPL roster selection and teams on out of the park 21. So just a reminder, there is a, a primer for that in the forums, which will bump uh, here after the podcast. You have to go up to the top of your screen and select act as and change it to your FPL team. So you got to export once under your BBA team. you got to export again under your FPL team or it will not work. Yep. Is there any way right now to uh, on the back end? Because I know like in Stats Plus, we can look and see that the export has moved. There isn't anything that we can um, can actually look at to confirm that any, right now with the Indie Leagues. Is that correct? Uh, that, only on my, in, my internal export track. Okay. So with you guys... Um, just make sure you're switching the act as switch it to your FPL team, export it. You're going to be just fine. If you're not, I'm going to do what I do every year, which is just create your own team by letting the AI select it. So it's not the end of the world either way. Um, it will be staffed. I'm not going to end the FPL yet, though. It is one of the more frustrating things about the Brewster. Um, but, People seem to like it, so we're going to keep doing it. There you go. And uh, just, I don't know if you noticed or not, but I threw a thing in the OTP Dev uh, uh, PT system asking if, if nothing else, if that email that they send could give some directions on how to do things. <laughs> right. Uh, if nothing else, if you had that uh, set of directions, it would probably wind up being, uh, being workable. Because I don't think anyone doesn't want to do the work. I just think it's confusing to people and it's not the normal uh, way of doing things. Yeah, you, you forget about it. You only do this, you know, once a year for, what, three sims maybe? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's it's a foreign it's a foreign thing for us to do. Yep. Well, with that being said, our, our, exp- our export uh, percentage this year was simply amazing. So... When you come to FPL and you see a lot of failed exports, it's clearly not our guys not wanting to do it or not doing it. It's just not knowing how to do it or forgetting how to do it. Right. The, the league doesn't. The, the league file, the game itself, does not really prompt you very well. Right. You get that email right now, but then you don't really get an email at the end that helps you do anything. It just says. There's something. <laughs> well, it's an online league function, so there you right. go. There you go. All right, <laughs> Matt. Well, I appreciate your time here this afternoon. I know you got to prepare for a big Cartwright sim. Yeah. Um, uh, last word of the day is update before Sunday and or after yep. Sunday, whichever. Uh, update so that you can download the uh, league file uh, when Matt finishes the Landis. And um, if you have any troubles, uh, one of us will be available on Slack. Somebody will be on Slack on Monday to help you one way or the other. So. Right. Alrighty. Well, thanks, Matt. My pleasure. Good luck going to the next offseason. You got it. You've been listening to the BBA Today, a podcast that covers the Brewster Baseball Association every day. Music is Bold Statement, available at fesleyandstudios.com and used with attribution. Be safe and well, and we will hear you again tomorrow.